When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Creators Outlet Podcast. Joining us tonight is the legendary Eisner Award winner, the Red Baron himself, Mike Barron. Welcome. Hey, Bill. Hey, good folks. To, good to see you. So uh, I caught a, I caught a couple of things um, the other night. Uh, Michael Bancroft had done a video about uh, you getting shafted over on Twitter for uh, – just putting up an account for, you know, your comics. Well, they removed the account uh, for uh, violent and inappropriate content. Of course, there was nothing in the account that was violent or inappropriate. I just didn't like the politics. Yeah, if it's if it's not, you know, if it's not their idea, then uh, they don't want it up there. If it ain't the narrative, it don't get the narrative. Exactly. But we're still going forward and it's still here. And right now it's funding on Indiegogo. It's the private American. Uh, folks, this is not a political diatribe in any way. There are no lectures or no bumper stickers. It's pure action from page one. It's all drama and it's meant to entertain. And I guarantee it's the best comic you're going to read all year. And it came with a with an, an artist ironclad guarantee. No, what did he come with? I uh, I I know the artist very well as well. Uh, just not personally, just from his just from his work. In fact, I was rereading uh, something he worked on uh, 
the Emperor Joker run over at DC many years ago. I was rereading that uh, last week. And not only is Richard good, he's fast. Oh, that's that's even better because you can you can just whip through a project. That's rare. Very much so. So first of all, uh, let's take a let's take a look at the video, and then we'll go from there. America's southern border has become a war zone. Human traffickers, drug smugglers, and terrorists flow across the Rio Grande with impunity, secure in the knowledge that no one will stop them. A distant federal government lectures Americans on their privilege while punishing overworked border patrol agents who were helpless to stem the tidal wave of invaders and determined migrants. Second-generation Cuban-American Marcos Zamora is a military vet, more patriotic than most Americans. No longer able to ignore the chaos at his doorstep, he acts. Joined by his best friend Gus, they hit the border every night, saving lives while stopping violent drug cartels and other opportunists. The government reacts with fury at Marcos' attempts to preserve American sovereignty, deploying the full might of their enforcement agencies. But Marcos understands that the only thing the rich and powerful fear is bad publicity, and he records every encounter. Whoever he is, this private American must be stopped. Illustrated by Richard Bonk and written by Eisner winner Mike Barron, Private American is his version of Captain America, and maybe a little Punisher, taking part in this ongoing, violent, and very real battle of good versus evil in the war for American sovereignty. Grab your copy at theprivateamerican.com. We have a secure border that is firing for our administration. Wow. I sure, like that trailer. Thank That's you. A, that was a great trailer. So uh, who did the trailer? Chris Brawley. Nice. That was uh, that was very impressive. That looked like a lot of like live news shots that uh, certain mainstream outlets don't Chris like is the uh, creator of Bleeding Fool. Oh, oh, very good. I have uh, I have read that site on more than one occasion. So give us the rundown on uh, Private American. Private American is doing what Captain America would be doing if he were written by somebody who knew how to tell a story. Uh, also a little Punisher thrown in. He's Marco Samora. He's a second generation Cuban American veteran uh, and he lives in Texas. And if you live in Texas, you really can't hide from the invasion over the southern border. You can't pretend it doesn't exist because it's in your face every day and mm -hmm. by what he sees. So one night he goes out by himself and he catches a, a snakehead, which is what they call human smugglers, about to rape a 12-year-old girl uh, and he kills him. And that's how it starts. And then his best friend, Chris, who is also in the military with him, joins him and they decide that they're going to become like uh, uh, Death Wish characters, vigilantes on the southern border, uh, and they're going to intercept drug shipments, they're going to stop terrorists, and they're going to prevent uh, snakeheads from raping women. Uh, they have no beef with the people who come here uh, 
with open hearts who are simply seeking a better life. Uh, the problem is with the criminals who take advantage of them. Yeah, exactly. So I noticed that uh, a friend and a longtime collaborator, the dude, did a cover for you. That's right. It's down there. Yeah. Keep going. Scroll in, scroll in, scroll in. There, there it is. That's a, a very colorful cover. It sure is. There's you don't really need to say anything about this. You just need to look at it and then you're like, yeah. That's one variation. We may have a few more. The interior works from Bonk look look amazing as as most of his work did over the years. Straight to the point, like you said, lots of action throughout. Zoop up to the top real quick. That's the quickest way to get there. Uh, so right now you're at 225% uh, of your $10,000 fixed goal, 439 backers, and there's a week left. Pretty good. It's not too shabby. Um, team Private America, the all-in team. You got a hundred people in on your featured tier, which is discounted at fifty percent right now, seventy-five dollars a hit, and you get a whole bunch of stuff. Well, uh, I think I always think that the story is the most important thing you're getting, and that's what people are looking for. Yeah, uh, they're looking for an exciting uh, entertainment that that grabs you by the throat and drags you into the narrative so that you become irritated if anybody interrupts your reading. I thought I just became irritated because I was getting old. <laughs> that may be true. <laughs> That's a possibility as well. Uh, so Shadow Punk, I work closely with the artist and uh, Richard has been a real uh, angel to work with. He's open to suggestions, he does his homework and he's fast. Uh, do you oversee the artwork or do you let the artists do whatever they want? Well, you know, it's, it's kind of a toss up between the two. Richard is doing exactly what he sees in the script. Uh, and he shows me each page as he completes the pencils. And then again, when he completes things, uh, Pat Broderick uh, has uh, taken liberties with the script and spread things out for a couple of extra panels for dramatic purposes. Uh, and Pat works sporadically, and he doesn't have a computer at home. All he has is his phone. Uh, so when Pat finishes a page, uh, we usually see the pencils first. But, you know, they're so gorgeous. They are so stunning uh, that if it doesn't follow exactly the script, I don't care. I'll rewrite the script to fit the, to fit the picture. Uh, and the inks are even more astonishing. It's the greatest work of his career. And people want to know what this is. It's Bronze Star. It's a supernatural Western. Oh, yeah. I remember talking to you about that last time you were on. 
So let's see what this keep hitting the wrong tab. There we go. So with the feature tier, you get a uh, cover A, uh, digital cover B, an autograph card, and of course your name in the book for contributing to the uh, production of it. And we, for an extra $15, we'll put your name on a tombstone. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. No rush, though. <laughs> uh, the digital edition, which I like to call the Australian variant, because, uh, oh, you know don't what. Don't remind me. Your guy wants <laughs> to order a book from me, from me, and he lives in Finland. Oh, good Lord. It's almost as bad as Tasmania. I have a fan in Tasmania who orders everything. In order for it to get to him, you can't mail to Tasmania. It'll just disappear. So I mail to a friend in Australia, and he remails it to him, and that's how he gets it. That's that's a rough go around. <laughs> uh, Private American main cover, only twenty five dollars. And the yeah, twenty five bucks is for the basic book, but but yeah. when you see the book, you're going to understand that it's it's uh, invulnerable. You know, that it can't be destroyed. That it will survive a direct hit with a nuclear weapon. It's like like this book, which I just got. This is uh, Monster Hunt Two. Let's get cracking with Nexus, Lone Star, and Bigfoot Bill. And, oh, uh, nice. it's, it's not made of paper. I don't know what it's made of. It's made of this powerful metallic but flexible sheen. Oh, nice. Yeah, a few months ago, I got in. Uh, I didn't know how big they were, but I got in like about five or ten of uh, the oversized Nexus newspaper strips. Uh, where'd you get them? From the dude. Oh, yeah. They're big. They're huge. I was like, oh, I just want to put them in frames now. So, Yeah, they frame up great. In fact, that's the best use for them. Put them on the wall. And then uh, you've got the uh, your autograph bundle. The A-plus digital. Your signature. And then there's one for the dude. And then there's a dude retailer pack. Now, on the dude retailer pack, uh, is it just the... Uh, the Virgin covers? Um, I think that you can choose. Oh, are you looking at the Rude Trailer Pack or the regular rate Trailer Pack? Uh, the Rude Retailer Pack, yeah. Yeah, like they're all the Rude covers. Very good. Then the Bonk Retailer Pack. Yeah, we may have another Retailer Pack uh, if we hit our next stretch goal. Oh, very nice. Original art bundle. And only it's available not only because Richard is a great artist, but because most so many artists are, are working digitally these days. Yeah. I know I know it's I know it's a lot quicker for some people. There's a learning curve to it. And but I still prefer uh, my traditional art. Because I also like to collect original art. When I'm able to, and I don't want to uh, buy original I got a digital art. Shadow Punk again. Oh, yes, all the vehicles and equipment is accurate. It has to be accurate, or we're going to hear about it. Because uh, 
people will Google everything. Oh, yeah. oh that's not the right ammo for that pistol. <coughs> so we, so it's all correct. All the hardware is correct. Uh, in fact, in the final frame, Gus is using an Accuracy International rifle, which is a very specialized tool. Most people haven't heard of them, uh, but the best snipers in the world use it. It's called Accuracy International. Nice. I think so you this, can order one over the internet. Oh, I don't. Yeah, order one, and then you have uh, bang, alphabet, bang, bang. Yeah, alphabet agency without a warrant showing up at your door. Yeah. So there's four more pages of original art left. Then you can get a drawn-in appearance. There's only one slot left for that right now. Yep. You can live in infamy or you can live heroically. We leave the choice up to the customer. You can live, you can die. I know a lot of people that love to get drawn into books and get killed. They just like to watch themselves get <laughs> over and over again. That's so sick. Yeah. Oh, there you are with Mr. Bonk. Matt Barr. Oh. Yeah. Little blood splat going on. Yeah, but that wasn't really on the page that they removed. All right, here we go. Stretch goals. The commemorative sticker added to every physical backer order. Uh, 20K is the interior page upgraded from premium stock paper. 25K was all physical backers received. First day backer prints by Steve Rude and Richard Bonk. At 30, the book gets even bigger page count will be increased. Mm. More bang for your buck. At 40K, uh, we'll get a heavier stock cover. Uh, super matte, uh, soft touch, film laminate with premium binding. And... 50K is a top secret perk revealed once all stretch goals are achieved. And there is the star of the book. So what led you to uh, do this story? You know, I've toyed with Punisher-like characters over the years because I like that kind of story. Uh, and ultimately, that's what Private American is. is. He's, he's a very Punisher-like character, except that, uh, you know, Punisher would go backwards and forwards in time and meet monsters and do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, this story is, is realistic. Everything in this story could happen. There's no superheroes or science fiction or anything like that. Uh, it's all about the story, which is a pure drama uh, with flashes of humor, because even the darkest story must have flashes of humor. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it, it traces Marco's uh, uh, character arc from his first attack to, by the end of the book, 
he's made a powerful new ally and very powerful enemies that are out to get him. Oh, I'm sure. Just just from watching the trailer, you get that uh, sense of urgency in in his mission. So. Yeah, and there's uh, a lot of hand-to-hand -hand combat, which we love. We love to choreograph it and draw it out. Yeah, because you like that type of story, and you did what? Like the first 50 issues of Punisher? 63. 63. Yep. And I remember on another show, uh, we were actually, uh, we call it OK Boomer. Just me and another old buddy of mine, we go through like old books from Golden Age you know, up through the Bronze Age. And uh, we actually did that two-issue arc the first time you had Daredevil meet Punisher. Oh, yeah. And I actually owned that, uh, not in the comic, but in, like, the oversized Punisher magazine I used to collect. Oh, yeah, I remember that, too. Those were the days. Well, you know, I, I do these stories because... These are the kind of stories I would like to read. Uh, and as always, my first goal is to entertain. I think that's very important. Uh, it's something that the big two seem to have forgot, uh, that people buy comics to be entertained, to lose themselves in a story and be excited. Uh, I, yeah. had a, I had a teacher once when I went to college. He was an English teacher, writing teacher. His name was Jerry McNeely. And he said, you make them laugh a little bit. You make them cry a little bit. You scare the hell out of them. And that's entertainment. Pretty much, yeah. Everybody likes to get scared a little bit. That's why, you know, there's, there's such a, you know, a big fandom for, for horror movies, whether it's the yeah, classic. Yeah, the horror movies. You hardly ever hear of a horror movie not making money, no matter how awful it is. Yeah. And most are pretty bad. Yeah. But, you know, but then there's then there's those of us that... Uh, Love a good, terrible B-movie. Well, uh, name a couple of B-movies you like. Um, I can't remember the titles, but I do remember uh, two of the actresses that were in a couple of them I used to watch over and over again, which were Brink Stevens and Carolyn Monroe. <laughs> Yeah, I met Brink once. Uh, well, that doesn't really tell us a lot. Except, you know, mm -hmm. you, you got to respect Carolyn Monroe because she was uh, an actress in a lot of great thrillers. Mm. Uh, but uh, if people churn out, it seems like there are five or six awful horror movies a year. I see Halloween is back. Oh, yeah. I'm like, kill uh, Jamie Lee Curtis at least, Michael, would you? <laughs> Let's be and, done uh, with this. Uh, they make a movie out of every Stephen King uh, story or grocery list, it seems. I just watched one the other night, Mr. Harrigan's Phone. Uh, and it was well done. It was a good drama. It really wasn't that scary. Um, but I watched it. Yeah, my girlfriend and I just watched uh, a, uh, a prequel to Misery. Oh, that really? You see, that's a mistake. Um, Castle Rock, it was called. Was it a standalone story? Because there was a Castle Rock TV series that was pretty good. 
Yeah, this this might have been that. I I just what we just watched it the other week on on Hulu. Was it a series or is it a movie? Uh, it's a series. There were two. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's Castle Rock. It's based on Stephen King's works, uh, but they're original stories that have uh, uh, nothing to do with anything else. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I like the Easter eggs in there. At one point, uh, somebody's coming down the road, and there's a sign pointing to Derry for his it story and little little things here and there I caught just from you know reading a reading way too many of his books you know the B movies that I admire are mostly action films uh, and the only reason that they're B movies is they didn't kill at the box office uh, there's a movie called Rolling Thunder starring William Devane and jeez uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. It's his first movie. And William wow. Devane is, is a, a, a war veteran, a Vietnam veteran. And some hooligans come in and, and rob him one night and, and force his hand down the garbage disposal. So he's forced to get a mechanical hand. And then Tommy Lee Jones, who was his subordinate in the military, shows up and says, let's go get your money back. So they go down to Mexico to get the money back. And it's really well done. There's nothing cheesy about it. It's just a great little adventure story. And the first thing that I thought of was that Tommy Lee Jones was with Harrison Ford in the remake of, uh, oh, I just had it on the tip of my tongue, <laughs> where uh, Harrison Ford in the movie, the, the doctor's wife is murdered. Oh, uh, The Fugitive. The Fugitive. And, and Tommy Lee was, you know, looking for the the man with the mechanical arm, and uh, here he is with a friend with a mechanical hand. I got to run, Bill. My wife just got home. Okay, well, thank you for uh, for joining us this evening. And it was my you, pleasure. Thank you for you having me on. This, and uh, we'll keep an eye on it and keep promoting it for you. Thank you, sir. Have a great night, Mike.